All right, we have Tommy Points episode 13. We got Riley in the building. Dante's not here. He's got some obligations, but you have the the, the two better guys on the podcast, I guess, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Hopefully he's not going to listen to this, but... No, you know he's not listening. It's been a long day. <laughs> but um, episode number 13 of Tommy Points, and we are brought to you by Manscaped. This Manscaped. deal they have going over on Manscaped is incredible. Like 20% off, free shipping. What Crazy. What did you ask for? Yeah. It's stealing. No, yeah, that's... That's all you could ask for. Like, they're not gonna. They're, you're not gonna go and find this deal anywhere else. This is no. the promo code Tommy Points. That Tommy Points is how you get 20 percent off free shipping over on Manscaped.com. I mean, it's it's a no brainer. The stuff that we got, they sent us some stuff. It's fire. Just do it. Go do it. Support the show and support right Manscaped, but mostly support the show. But um, all right. <laughs> so we're talking a few different things today. I think we're gonna start talking. Um, why don't we jump into? I guess. Marcus Smart. We were talking a little bit about a pregame or pre-show, I should say. Yeah. Marcus Smart's now coming back tonight. They're playing the uh, Nets in a couple hours here, and you can just start us off talking about um, what you were saying because I think you had some interesting points. Um. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, I don't know if it seems like it's early, like he's coming back, but I, I didn't expect him to come back the first game after the All Star break. Uh, hopefully, he's not rushing it. You know, just because they're playing Brooklyn. Um. But if he is ready, then that's great for the Celtics. You know, I think he's valuable. Uh, you know, obviously when he was out, we struggled. You know, before the four-game win streak. So we'll see how it goes. I don't. Uh, is he on restricted minutes? Do you know, or is he just? I would assume so. I don't know for sure, but I know he's not not listed at all in the injury report. So I don't even know if yeah. you know they're saying he's a hundred percent. But yeah, but I would well, almost to hope he's on minutes restrictions I yeah like, it uh, at that point it's gonna get kind of concerning because right uh, but, but we'll see and and i think it is a good point because you mentioned you know all of a sudden it's like it's it's almost like the the perfect game to bring him back it seems like so they're just like slotting him into that now we don't know maybe he is like ready to go but it's almost like oh first game after all-star break might as well bring back the guy that's been injured it seems too like simple to it's me kind of a coincidence yeah right but um and it comes at a time where the Celtics, yes, they've won four in a row, but it comes at a time where everyone's like, oh, my God, we are needing the all-star break. This team stinks. We need Marcus Smart back. That obviously yeah. you know, started to walk back a little bit when they started winning games. But um, I, I hope they're not rushing. But, but assuming that he's not being rushed, assuming that he's 100%, 110%, whatever, what do you think is sort of, you know, I think the answer is probably obvious in some regards, but how much of an impact do you think he's going to have coming back? Uh, a huge impact. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be starting or coming off the bench, but at, he's just the leader of the team. You know, it, you want him to say it's Tatum or Brown, or some people say it's Kemba, but just for years it's been smart, and I think it's still smart. And especially when he comes off the bench, you know, I think he really gives a spark off the bench, not only because, you know, he's just a great player, but he like leads those role guys, you know, yeah. like. Pritchard and Williams and Ojale, like I don't know, he can just fire them up somehow. It seems he's almost like the emotional like safety net. You know, it's like yeah. this team. This team when they're when they don't have it that night. You know that it factor. It's like Marcus Smart by default will bring the it factor. So even regardless of like you know him scoring thirteen points a game or whatever and and all these tangible things, to me it's like when he gets there. 
the way that he can drive other players. And I know you mentioned like the the bench players and whatnot, but also right the the starters, regardless yeah. of who he's playing with. You don't think Tatum's like thinking, oh geez, Marcus Smart's firing me up right now, or Brown? Like you know he is. He's, yeah, it's it's a team getting their captain back. Marcus yeah, Smart's kinda, not the official captain, but he's the captain. He's kind of doing the job of Brad Stevens, you know, firing players up or cooling them off when they're heated, you know, yep. keeping the team emotionally stable. And I don't know if this is worth mentioning either, but I don't know if this is too much of a coincidence or I'm pulling at straws here, but I'm pretty sure Smart came back to the bench just like a week or two weeks ago or something, which then they started winning some games. Yeah. So I don't know no, if I'm like, I don't know. His, pre- his presence is definitely a factor. Like, I feel like at this point, we've, we've all realized it. Yeah. And, and it's like, obviously he's valuable now too because you remember at the start of this show was right around the you know the start of the season and we got when we read fan questions and whatnot we got a bunch of questions of like marcus smart's tradable now pritchard's the guy that that has the emotional or energy and whatnot this team stunk when marcus smart got injured i think he's shown how valuable he is yeah yeah unfortunately we had to see it by you know watching the celtics you know hit rock bottom but uh, we, we should have known all along you know Pritchard is still awesome. He's going to be great for us, you know, down the stretch and in the future. But yeah, like I said, Smart's the guy. He's the heart and soul. There's no, of one, like, there's no one like him. He literally is the heart and soul of the no one. So um, again, he comes back. Hopefully he's 100%. Hopefully we're just, just comp- conspiracy theorists saying, mm-hmm. you know, like they're, they're forcing him into or whatnot. But outside of him, any thoughts on what we have going on for the the rest of the season in terms of what you're looking for? I think... I guess we could start, too, with just our records. I know we had it in our Tommy Points chat today, so why don't we start there, and then we could talk about specifics. But 36 games left. What do you 30. think the record's going to be? Okay, I, I think I sent in the chat 22 and 14. Yep. So not too bad. What, what are you, 19 and 17 right now? Yep. Okay, so 22 and 14, so we'd finish 10 games above 500. I think that's a pretty good record. You know, yeah. Pretty reasonable. Yeah. I honestly did. I said 26 and 10, probably mm-hmm. on the higher end. I did that without, like, I don't know if you did, but I didn't look at, like, the schedule. Yeah, it's, I just not, kinda, it's not super hard, but it's it's not easy. Yeah, it's I um I just kind of went on how I hope this team will play. But I feel like, you know, that could put them, any of those, they could put them into that three seed, barring anything's happening. Even higher, possibly, you know, if other teams. The East is kind of up for grabs right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm hoping for the three seed or higher. I, I don't want to have to play, you know, the, the one seed in the second round. I know. You know, if we're the fourth seed or even lower. But. Especially if the one seed's going to be what I think might be Brooklyn or even Philly. Like I think those are yeah. the those are the two teams right now. And you called that on this show. You said I think episode one or episode two that Philly was going to be the team to beat, and they probably have been the most complete team in the East this year. You know, obviously. Yeah. Brooklyn's gotten better with superstars and whatnot, but you were right about the Sixers. It just goes, I mean, I know that, you know, they got a few different players this year, but it just goes to show you how valuable and important coaching is, you know, going from Brett Brown to Doc Rivers, you know, change the whole team. Like, they look really good. I'm all, all kind of scared had, to play them. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, you don't hear Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid hating each other because it yeah. took one coach to say, hey, guys, you can play together. And they're like, oh, okay, let's <laughs> do this. But um, yeah, I think. Both of those records we gave, 22 and 14, 26 and 10, 
are sort of hopeful records, though, you know? Based on what we've seen so far, they're just a couple games over 500, and we're hoping that they double their loss total with wins in the... Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, I'm not sure to be exact, but looking at the second half of the season, I think the schedule's a bit harder, but hopefully the team's, like, we're actually going to have the team. Like, because until, like, you know, with Marcus Smart out, I I don't even know, like, how many minutes, you know, Kemba, Smart, Tatum, and Brown have actually played together this season. I think I saw on Twitter. I don't know the number, but it was it, super low. It was like 28 minutes or something. Yeah. So I don't it, even know. Yeah. If we actually, you know, want to contend for a title this year, or even make a playoff run, then if those guys are healthy, then they should put together a bunch of wins in the second half. If not, then they don't really deserve to make a yeah, run. It's kind of. Let's hope that's not the case, I guess. Yeah, let, let's just hope we stay healthy. And if we stay healthy, then I'm, I'm confident we can beat anyone. Beat anybody. Be I'm hoping, I mean, obviously playing Brooklyn tonight, they're as healthy as the Celtics are seemingly as healthy as they've ever been. Brooklyn doesn't have Blake Griffin. They're not going to have Durant. They have, you know, not and, their. Go ahead. And to go on the, the second half of the season, um, I'm definitely looking forward, looking for Tatum and Brown to improve. I, I know they've improved this season greatly, but they started out the season like crazy. Yeah. And kind of like the last 10, 15 games. There, there they, was a lull. There was like, there was a, they the, looked either. Their shooting percentages or, have, yeah. you know, dropped. But I know Tatum might be, you know, from COVID because, you know, who, who knows how long, you know, the effects, you know, wear on you afterwards. Yeah. But hopefully they can just bounce back and, you know, be a little bit more clutch. Yeah, I feel like that they um speaking of the clutch too, it's like when these guys were playing in the clutch time, it was like they're already at their fortieth, forty first, forty second minute in some yeah. games. And it's like, holy crap, we're asking guys to to make must make shots in close games when they've already played, you know, double the amount of minutes of some of the other guys on the team tonight. They were it, so I guess that all star break was just much needed. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I'm kinda of more hopeful now that the team's healthy that you know, these guys won't be drained, you know, come fourth quarter. We can actually see some because good games. Because those those fourth quarter, like you forget you forget the depth, you forget the bench. Assume the game's close by then. That's starting five of the Celtics or, you know, that one through we'll call it one through six maybe. Yeah. Compete with anyone in the league. You know, no, I agree. Like, so it's a matter of getting there, which is which is <laughs> Hopefully, with Marcus Mark coming back, we don't have any of those absolutely just like, let's piss away the game right now in the third quarter, and then that fourth quarter doesn't even matter. Yeah, there's already been too many of those games this season. Hey, we, we started, we're start we're on the up right now. I'm pretty sure we did hit rock bottom. I know we were searching for a, for a little yeah, bit, yeah, but I'm pretty sure we found it, and nothing's going to get worse than that stretch of basketball. That's a knock on wood real quick you just said (laughs) (laughs) nothing's gonna get worse (laughs) because we've said that before too which is yeah i'm gonna come back to this clip in like three weeks (laughs) yeah oh man um but so so smart's going back full health robert williams on the rise you know other guys starting to step up what is what's probably you know if we had to list three things each that we're almost looking forward to or at least i guess it doesn't have to be totally positive but has your eye on what is what are if you kind of had to pick a big three of what you're looking for in the second half all right big three time lord robert yeah, williams that's probably my like first one too. you know like, I know he's going to continue to improve. I know he's going to play well. My thing is I, I want him to get more minutes and, you know, consistently get more minutes. Um, I think that'll be big for him and his progression and 
hopefully he can maybe play even big minutes in the playoffs. And then number two would be probably the same. Not the same, but number two for Peyton Pritchard to be a bit more consistent and, you know, get a little bit better, you know. He's not inconsistent, but, you know, there's some nights where he comes off the bench. He is. I think, yeah, he is. I feel like he is. I think you're fair to say that. Like, he... He's like the golden child in all of our eyes, so we don't want to yeah. say like, oh, like he's in, but he is non-existent in some games. You know yeah, he and, and he's fair. only a rookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was just gonna say he's only a rookie, you know. But I want to see him, you know, be more consistent. And yeah. then number three, probably, you know, probably Neesmith continue to get minutes, and uh, he was improving. Uh, I think the last few games he he wasn't playing that much. No, if any, I, and I, I don't think he know. played it all the last couple games after and playing well. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah, you know, so hopefully he gets some more minutes. You know, if it's not the worst thing if he doesn't, you know, if we're playing well and other guys are playing well and he doesn't get minutes, then so be it. But, you know, if he does get opportunities, then I hope, you know, he gets consistent minutes. Yeah, I think I think my big three, I'm, I'm pretty much in alignment with Robert Williams and Pritchard because – one thing that everyone harps on is the Celtics depth and in their bench. Those are two guys, regardless of, you know, say Robert Williams gets the starting role, hopefully at one point, that means yeah. that you have either Tice or Thompson or both now on the bench, which is, yeah. so uh, Robert Williams continuing to grow and hopefully being consistent. Same thing with Pritchard that all of a sudden allows the Celtics to go eight or nine deep with guys that they can actually trust, which is completely, <laughs> you know, ridiculous to even say out loud because i feel like right now we're like going like four deep of guys we can trust but if they can all of a sudden start relying on robert williams pritchard this team i mean i still want a trade or want some pieces added but if they can start relying on those guys th- this team's good enough like they don't need outside yeah. help yeah I, I still think we need outside help uh, i'm kind of sticking to if we wait till the off season to use the trade exception you know i i'd rather wait to get better than you know, do something right now to just uh, push us over the edge, hopefully. Yeah, you know? I feel like, and that's the key word, right? It's like you do something and say it's a drastic trade. Like, honestly, you know, you are Dante as I am, as big as Celtics fans they come. I don't envision the Celtics winning a championship this year. I just, and that's no, not bad. No, I just I, don't see it. For some, well, I mean, obviously, because we had Hayward last year and then, you know, kind of mm-hmm. before we got hurt. But yeah, last year I was definitely more thinking we could win it. But this year, it's, I don't know, not, not even because of Philly or, the, you know, Brooklyn, but just our own internal issues. Yeah, it's, it's to me, it's like, and then you, even if you add a Vucevic or a Harris, any of these bigger names, it's mm-hmm. like, well, then now you only have half a year with this guy. Do you think he's really going to gel and completely morph into no. helping this team win a ship this year? So uh, I really think we need, we need another wing, yeah. you know. I, I'm, people aren't high, aren't high on Tyson Thompson, but, you know, having both of them, and Robert Williams, I think we're good with bigs. You know, if Kemba and Marcus Smart, you know, stay healthy, we're good with guards. You yep. know, but we need yep. wings out there who can score. Grant Williams and Ojale go out there and they help space the floor for Tatum and Brown, but they don't score. So it, right. it's kind of like they open the floor for Tatum and Brown, but then Tatum and Brown, you know, kind of get exhausted because they're the only ones who can score on the floor and, at that and point. And if you look around the league too, it's like you'll have teams like, I think Terrence Ross is a really good name that Dante brought up last episode, mm-hmm. right? That's the type of guy that anyone on your team could be having an off night. All of them, all of your go-to guys could be having an off night. You at least have someone on the bench that could 
possibly go off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. look at this bench. There's zero. Because even Peyton Pritchard, I wouldn't consider it. You know, I know he's gone off a couple times, but there's zero go off potential on this bench. No. You know, Jeff Teague's not going off. Semi is not going off. Grant Williams, Javante Green. No one has. They're going to have games, you know, like going off with being like 23, 24, you Grant know, Williams, 25 points. 17 like, points, right? Last game, Grant Williams, yeah. 17 points. And, and everyone went was off. Ready, yeah, everyone was ready to put him in the middle of a parade. Like, And then we play. What happened? We played the Pistons, and that one rookie scored like thirty points against us, or something. Sadiq, Sadiq Bay, Bay. I forget what he had, but it was like, yeah, exactly. That's it. and we don't have that. Sammy Ojale is not doing that as much as we want Neesmith to. He's not doing it right now, so it's it's a tough. Uh, I don't know. It's a tough situation because you'd like to say like, oh, these bench guys, you know, they're they're young. They have this uh, ability to, to to grow into it, but it's like. The Celtics have time, I get that, but at the same time, does it hurt to add someone who can just do it right now? Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard because you. I I honestly don't think Brown and Tatum are in their prime yet. No, the people that, are, pe- that's the pe- tricky thing, right? Like obviously, they come out the first couple months of the season; they're both averaging almost twenty-seven points a game. It's hard to argue that you know they're not starting their prime yet, but you know, I I just think you know. Brown's 24, Tatum just turned 23. Just give we just got to be patient. Yep. We sh- you know, we're going we have them locked down for a few more years. You know, I don't think af- you know, I don't think they plan on leaving afterwards. Hopefully that, you know, Celtics their whole career, but so my I completely agree that like I think it's crazy that they're that far away from their prime. Technically the Celtics don't even Danny Ainge could be like technically we don't have to do anything right now to play devil's advocate. Do you think by say Danny Ainge does nothing this year or anything like that? Do you think all of a sudden Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum are like, dude, I can win now? Like you're not. I get that I'm three years away from my prime, but you're not going to even try and do anything because if Danny Ainge does nothing this year, he's technically saying like chalk the season. This is a, a null and void season, you know. I don't think they would say that just because, you know, Tatum's made the um, Eastern Conference Finals two of his first three years. Brown's made it three of his first four years. I think. They would say that probably if Ainge didn't do anything in the off season, you That's know, fair. or for years to come, or it's a yeah, recurring thing, yeah, yeah. But right now, you know, with Tatum just signing in the off season, you know, everyone just needs to relax. Yeah, I wouldn't even be surprised if it's going to sound weird, but if Tatum and Brown may be like content with just having, you know, not worrying about winning and putting up personal stats. Like it's like, it's like living in your, your, your early twenties to them type of thing. Yeah, you know what right. I mean, it's like, they're just going off and it's like, you know, it's, they're in a good situation because realistically no one actually has like this, you know, live or die expectation of you need a championship. Everyone in Boston wants a championship, but mm-hmm. no one's going to like crucify Tatum for not winning a championship this year or the next year or maybe even the next year after it's like when he gets into that prime year, all of a sudden you're saying like, is he, is he not winning and that type of thing? But no one cares about that right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in a couple of years, if you know, we think Brown and Tatum are as good as they are, then they're just going to need, you know, a third option like Kemba and then some role players like we have, and they'll be able to take the Celtics to the finals. Yeah. I think they'll be that good. Yeah. I think, I mean, at least on the track right now, but yeah, this year in particular, I think they do 
need if if they want to, to make anything of this year, I would say whether it's you know getting to the Eastern Conference Finals or anything. I think they do need to make moves. There are some floated around, so I figure maybe we talk about a couple of those. One of them was Harrison Barnes, and I think the question posed is Harrison Barnes. They're saying like a, a young player in a first round pick for Harrison mm-hmm. Barnes. Would you do a Neesmith and a first round pick for Harrison Barnes? <laughs> That, that's tricky because I think I would, and I hate to do yeah, it because yeah, no, because honestly, it, it it would be dumb to not do it. That's the thing; you have no clue what you have in Smith right now. It it just feels shitty just draft it, you know, drafting this guy, not really giving him a chance, and then trading him. But I I wouldn't you know want to trade like Langford or obviously Pritchard or you know. So who who else is there to? Would you do Langford in a first? Yeah. You, you you think he's more valuable than no I would no I said I said I wouldn't yeah so you think he's more valuable than Neesmith yeah to trade yeah Be- but that that's probably just the homer in me but it, I, I feel like it just both like I think I would do it other than Pritchard I think I would do Langford I'd do Neesmith I wouldn't love to do it because again I think you're paying you're overpaying Harrison Barnes is great he comes to this team I think he'd be really really good yeah. but I don't think you add Harrison Barnes to this current team uh, add Harrison Barnes alone I don't think we're you know it's not like the championship's back on no and if we just got finished talking you and I about you know like we're a couple of years away from anything if we want to make a strong push when Tatum and Brown are in their prime then it's like what if three years from now Neesmith or Langford are just as good as Harrison Barnes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it. But again, it, I wouldn't even say you know we're a few years away. Like you know, one piece this off season we could be you know there yeah, next yeah. year. But it, I don't know. Just it's tough because I, it's. it's I, I it's would. Not like a, I, I, I would you, make yeah. the trade. I, I think just, you put it perfectly. Your gut reaction was. Like I would because it'd be stupid not to, but you don't mean like it'd be stupid not to. It's a no brainer. It's almost like you have no true evidence in front of you to tell you why you wouldn't make this trade right now. That's the thing. It's like Neesmith is unproven. And if anything you've seen on a Neesmith so far, it's not, it's not screaming. I'm going to be a superstar someday. No, as much as we love him. But to be honest, I feel like if we trade him, knowing the Celtics, he's going to go to another team and start averaging, you know, it'll be a a Celtics killer for the rest of his career. You know, that's true. But, um, what about the, uh, another name that was floated around in this? I don't know what the price would be, but LaMarcus Aldridge, who's 36 or 35. Apparently, some betting website, a big betting website, just increased LaMarcus Aldridge's odds for who he's going to get traded to because the Spurs already said they're trading him. Like, they're on two different, t- they're, they're in two different pages. They're not, they're not going to continue together. Yeah. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, all of a sudden, his odds are now Celtics are the favorites to, to get LaMarcus Aldridge over even staying with the Spurs. What do you think, Lamarcus Aldridge? The face, your face isn't saying you love it right no, now. I I love Lamarcus Aldridge. Okay, but not for the Celtics. Yeah, I I don't like. Obviously, I wouldn't turn down Vooch, but I'm I, I'm just I've never been high on a big man for the Celtics since you know, probably the beginning of last year. You know, Time Lord Robert Williams is my guy. I, I don't think wasting any money on any players doesn't matter if it's a one year contract or three year contract is worth it uh, you know tyson thompson aren't great but you know they, they'll get the job done while williams is setting up to be our guy and honestly they i think i'm 
higher on I've, I've said it before so i don't mean to keep saying it on the show but like tristan thompson i think does a lot of stuff that you need in a team and he's been fine doing it to me tice obviously we know what he is yeah. but the addition of thompson has made that sort of big man rotation we'll call it i think completely viable like he, yeah he adds that if even if he's not playing defense he adds the physical presence down low which is huge you know what i mean like he he yeah, it can he, he can actually grab boards which you know over the past probably decade and you know that's been some of the one of the biggest struggles for the celtics is not having a big man to grab boards so that's been nice but you know obviously a guy like um aldridge would do it better but i I don't know it's I agree. I think I love LaMarcus Aldridge. I wish they would have gotten him like three years ago if this is the case too. Yeah. I mean, even last year he averaged, I think, like 18 points a game. So this year he's averaging like 13, but that could just be because he hasn't been happy. He also has been, I think, injured a couple times. But yeah. regardless, I I think... I mean, he would definitely be better than Thompson or Tice. I'm not trying to say if, that. I think if he comes but... here for a ridiculously cheap price, you say, okay, fine. Like, I'm not yeah. mad about it. But is that the, the trade that they needed to go out and make? Probably not. No. Um, but I guess I would take him again. But um, those are those are, I guess those are just as of today more like concrete names. So officially, Harrison Barnes has been like, hey, this is the price. I'm not saying Langford or Romeo. They they just pretty much said young player in a first, which mm-hmm. I can only think those are probably the two names that are. I, I heard Jeremy Grant floating around. I, I don't know how accurate. Would, or- yeah. So. I, I heard that too, um, and I just I've seen a lot of people dispute it too. In the fact that the prices that they'd want, like I think I, the Pistons would be dumb to trade Jeremy Grant away. Oh, uh, like I know they're not I, winning or anything like that, but I don't know what what they would. They're a team that you know if you trade Jeremy Grant away, you just it's what do you what do you what do you expect they get for Jeremy Grant type of thing. Like, would they oh, trade well, him for a Neesmith and a first-round pick? That seems kind of... Well, if I was them, I would trade, yeah, for a, a rookie and, you know, a pick or two. Just if, if I was them in general, I would just be playing all their young guys. You know, they're not yeah. going to win anything. There's no point, you know, in playing veterans. Or I don't know how old, you know, old Grant is, but I know they have a few rookies. You know, I think they should be playing all the time because that's going to help fair. them in the future. And, and like you said, they have no chance of doing anything right now. Um, yeah. But I do think... The, the the price tag would be high for Grant. Like, I think they would still expect a lot for him. So Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. I, it, it might be too high. Just, but just thinking of Grant, this team, he's that one guy who could just randomly go off every night, you know. Yep. But still be a consistent scorer for us. And, yeah. He'd be great. He's not old either. I don't know how old he is. I want to say, let me look it up. I think he's like probably 20, 25, 26. Yeah, I was thinking probably 26 to 27. 27, 28, but, um, 29. <laughs> just say every number you got. <laughs> so he's 26 and he just turned 26. Um, okay, see, I was right. Wait, no, he turns 27 tomorrow. Hold on. Oh, 26 oh. tomorrow, I think. Oh, okay. So he's young. Yeah, he's 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 there. He's he's um I think you'd be a great addition to his team. I just again it's similar with Harrison Barnes too. I don't want them to have to overpay for someone that I don't think they need to overpay for. Like both yeah. of those guys I think you're paying for as good of players as they are, I think you are paying almost close to like a superstar price for a guy that's not a superstar. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the fact that like Danny kind of put out that he's looking for a trade and that well I, Every team knows that we're looking for a trade, you know, obviously the trade exception that, you know, 
some teams are going to try to fleece us. Yeah. And so I think even teams that aren't, you know, I think are just going to try to get a little bit more because they know, you know, they really think we're desperate. And think about the Pistons. They're like, we, dude, we have nothing to lose. We already stink. Like, <laughs> exactly. You're, you're either getting this good player for a high price or walk because we're in the same boat no matter what. <laughs> yeah, you're the they one with the expectations. Exactly. Um, that's true. I, I, I would, I think. But- the, the smart Celtics fan in me wants to just wait and, you know, we can we can make cooler heads prevail in the offseason. But the, like, the I'm watching tonight's game type of Celtics fan in me is like, okay, you know what? I get that Tatum and Brown are far away from, not far, but, you know, not at their primes yet. But let's win every basketball game we play because I think that this team, even with those two guys being young, I think they could be literally, you know, with a correct team around them, could be winning championships now as the number one and two on a team. Yeah, I- I mean, we saw the Heat go off in the playoffs last year. This is a five seed, you know, Tyler Hero, you know, obviously Jimmy Butler, yeah. you know, Bam. You know, those guys are young, younger, you know, not Butler, but Bam and Hero are yeah. younger than Brown and Tatum, you know. Obviously, I'm, that's like you, the Kemba with Brown and Tatum. It's like similar age sort of buckets. It, in my exactly. Mind. Yeah. Like, like me saying, me and you saying this year that, you know, we don't expect the Celtics to, meet, you know, win a championship doesn't mean we don't think they can, or at least oh, yeah. I don't, you know. I, I think they can, you know. Totally. Do I think they will? Probably not, but they could easily just go off in the playoffs and just tear teams up. Yeah. You know, we've, we've seen them do it before. It just depends on when it's going to happen. Exactly. Um, like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. Gun to head, I'm saying, no, they're not going to win a championship. If, 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 do I think they can? I'm going to believe in this team if, you know, no matter who they have. Like, they could have 11 me's on the floor, and I'd be like, that team's going to win. I just think that they... No, some sort of factor that they could do it. No, people could just look at the record and say, oh, they're average. But if you actually watch the games, you'll see whether our opponent's good or bad. We just play to their level. Yeah. So we can compete with anyone, you know, whether it's the Pistons (laughs) or the the Lakers, you know. (laughs) If there's one thing the Celtics team is good at, it's competing (laughs) at their level. Yeah. Um, All right. Before we get out of here, I did want to just bring up the. the Celtics jerseys, these these earned edition jerseys that we talked about um, a few months back when we first started the podcast. So I yeah. think we looked at the the one on the right originally. Those are like mm-hmm. the leaked jerseys. They yeah. officially got released, I think, yesterday or the day before. I don't know. But the mm-hmm. ones on the left, you see Jalen, if you are watching on YouTube, you see Jalen rocking them. Um, Riley, what are your thoughts overall on these thoughts versus, you know, the seeing in person versus the leak? Like, what do you think? Uh, okay, well, the leak was terrible, and, and this looks much better on Jalen. Yeah. Um. In general, uh, I like them. They're they're a little boring to me. Uh, I I don't know. The green on green still doesn't look great, it, but again, it's not as horrible as it leaked. You know. Um. But uh, I would have. I was expecting. I w- wasn't expecting something cooler because there's the jerseys are always lame. Yep. But I was hoping for something cooler. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like these aren't bad, and I do think the actual picture of it looks better than the leak. But at the same time, this this Celtics team, I feel like, is never going to come out with anything close to like when Miami did the Vice jerseys, or they're never going to have anything that's just like, oh shit, like that's a cool jersey, you know? Or just like, like changing it up. Like even the 76ers earned jerseys were kind of boring, but like they they just had the giant um, the bell in the front. Yeah, exactly. Like, why don't you put like a giant shamrock on the front, or like just be creative try cool different things like they may suck or not look great but 
it's so not much. just the word Celtics in a different. A sl- it's not even a different shade. It's just like a slightly <laughs> different green. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not even. It's not even like they did a like. Oh yeah, we kept the same font and number, but we did a wild color. It's like <laughs> it's it's just this like maybe two shades lighter and neon of a green it's yeah we, we made it a bit darker and we changed the white to green <laughs> that's it maybe they just gotta like fire their photoshop person or something because <laughs> they're just like from the 80s and not creative i don't know but um yeah i feel like I, I anything else you wanted to talk about on the episode uh i predict that the celtics will win tonight and beat Ooh. the nets i don't I'm know lock the, that in wait do the nets have K, um kd no no, no, Katie, okay. no Durant, oh. uh, no Durant, no uh, Katie or Blake. Oh, so, Blake, I don't care. Okay, yeah. no, okay, then I'm sticking with that. The Celtics are going to win tonight. All right, let's see if you're right. Well, you, you've been pretty spot on in your predictions, and if not hitting them, they're like pretty damn close. So I try. It's a good, uh, it's a good, it's a good bow to the Celtics if 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 uh, Riley's predicting uh, a <laughs> win. But um, all right, you guys can follow the podcast on Twitter at Tommy Points Pod. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button, like the video. Um, we love we love seeing the subscriber count grow and everything like that. Um, you can follow Riley on Twitter at Color Sports. You can follow me on Twitter at EvGuyBoss. Let's see if I got this. Boom. We're getting better there at that. You go. And uh, be sure to head over to Manscaped. One last thank you to them for sponsoring today's episode. Manscaped.com. Use promo code TommyPoints. It's going to take 20% off your order and free shipping. It's like we're just handing out products with this uh, with this Tommy Points promo code. Just amazing products for basically nothing. Literally nothing. Like 20% off pretty much nothing. So head over to Manscaped.com. Use promo code TommyPoints and pick up your grooming needs. And we'll uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Celtics going to win tonight because Riley predicted it. No brainer. So um, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.